Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. We are back yet again. Took the day off yesterday because um, I had apparently worked myself to death. I was losing my voice and all these things, so uh, it just it, it wasn't in the cards. But we're back again today. We're very excited about that. Not 100%, but... Um, we're back as much as we need to be. We're trying some different stuff, some different lighting in here. We have been using this old school, like, uh, you remember when you used to go as a kid and get your pictures made at like Kmart and they would have like a, like a whole photography thing set up in the quarter of it. It was like Olin Mills or something. We've got those type of lights in here. And so we're deciding to switch some stuff around. We're trying to decide if we want to light the back up here. We're just using one solid ring light, which is really bright. That's why I'm squinting. But we're going to see if this works. I think it makes me look a little too white, and I don't like that. But uh, we're going to go with it and kind of change it around as we go. We're adding very soon new equipment to the podcast, new mics and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it should be looking good very very soon before we get started let me remind you about my boys at vaporforge they're kind of revamping their whole um online presence their website their social media and all that so i don't have the the standard banner to throw up there but y'all know where they're at they're at uh 4673 highway 280 east over there by bailey brothers uh right there on 280 so make sure you go check them out their number 205-874-9010 they are open. Um, what are their hours? Let's see here. They're normally open at 9 a.m. through the week. They open at 10 a.m. on Saturday and 11 on Sunday. And they're always open between 7 and 8 o'clock. They, so they actually stay open pretty late compared to some of these places. So make sure you go check them out. They're going to take care of you. Just make sure you mention you heard it on Over the Line. We need to talk about what's going on with the MLB all-star game and Atlanta because it's amazing to me how easy how easy liberals are fooled right democrats and progressive activists they they don't have to put in a whole lot of effort to bamboozle their followers and a big part of that is because they control so much of the narrative. They obviously control uh, what gets put out over the major news networks. They control what gets put out on social media, uh, whether it's Facebook or Snapchat or anything. Their narrative gets put on all those things. So it's not hard for them to put out a message that any critical thinker would realize quickly that makes no sense. Uh, but still have a large amount of people believe it. Because unless you're paying attention, you're just taking what you see on any given TV show or movie or social media site at face value. And like, well, they wouldn't put that out there if it's not true. Well, yeah, they would. It's amazing to me that people think, you know, figures like Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos or whoever, just, they wouldn't lie to me. Why would, why would they not lie to you? 
What 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 interest do they have in being straight up and honest with you? It's these people are business owners, okay? That that's like being shocked that you go to the McDonald's drive-through, you order a McDouble on the menu. This McDouble looks so robust and juicy and just absolutely delicious. And then you get your food and look at it and it looks like somebody stepped on it. Because because they lied to you, all right? There's there's no no reason for these people to be honest. They're in the business of making money. They're not in the business of making sure you think they're honest people. They're just not, especially when you're dealing with big corporations like that. But yet again, um, this is the situation right now with the MLB. And most of you know this, but I'm going to give you a quick recap. So the All-Star game for the MLB is supposed to be in Atlanta, okay? Now, not Atlanta, but the state of Georgia, under the helm of Brian Kemp, they decided to reform their state election laws. Now, if you remember, those of us that dared to question what happened in Georgia on November 3rd, we were hammered and yelled at by people like Gabriel Sterling and other election officials in Georgia for daring to question their election process. And now we know it's bogus. And the fact that the state is reforming their election laws just tells you, just confirms the fact that that election was bogus. We can't get, uh, apparently, any documentation on chain of custody for ballots and all kinds of stuff. So, But that's neither here nor there. Uh, they go and they make the changes with the help, uh, uh, bipartisan help, really. And... Sign them into law. While the Democrats in Washington and liberals all across the land immediately jumped on top of this thing, calling it racist. And even as far as the president of the United States calling it Jim Crow on steroids. That's correct. The laws that Georgia just reformed. The voting laws that were just changed in Georgia are comparable, according to the President of the United States, comparable to segregation and lynchings. That's what the President said about the new Georgia voting laws. So MLB, buying into the whole thing, said that's awful that they would do that. We're going to pull the All-Star game out of Atlanta because we want to make a statement that we do not stand for this kind of racism and voter suppression. So, we're going to teach these people a lesson. Okay. So, they decide to move the All-Star game to Colorado. Now, Colorado is eerily similar in in voting laws to Georgia with the exception of they're just a little bit more strict which is kind of odd so Colorado requires an ID to vote in person requires signature verification for mail-in ballots which Georgia actually got rid of not saying that's a good thing but under their new laws they got rid of that and prevents campaign workers from giving food and water to voters within 100 feet if they're wearing campaign apparel. 
That's Colorado. So Colorado apparently does all the things that Georgia is now currently doing, with the exception of one, and that's requiring verification for mail-in ballots. So technically, Colorado is worse than Georgia if we're basing this on the merits of the loss. Another thing is the impact on the economy of a particular state like Georgia, who's losing the the, the MLB All-Star game, and the people that would have benefited from it. People of all races and all backgrounds that would have uh, received work because of the All-Star game being in town. That's not just... Um, people that work for the MLB, that's people that work at restaurants, that's Uber and Lyft drivers, that's anybody in the service industry in that area as people from all over the country converge on Atlanta for this all-star game. Those are the people that are hurting. And if you break it down and you actually look, and Tim Scott put a tweet out about this, if you look at the, the, the dynamics of who is going to be impacted by this, it actually turns out to be black people because Atlanta is 51% black. Denver, Colorado, where they're moving the game to, 9% black. <laughs> so basically what the MLB has done is they said, because these laws are racist and we want to show our support for the black community, we're going to move the All-Star game out of a black neighborhood and bring it to one of the whitest cities in the entire country. Denver, Colorado. <laughs> you, can't, you can't make this up. This is good. So this is what they're doing. They've, they've left Atlanta because the voter laws are too strict and moved it to an even stricter voting law city. With even more white people. So those white people can now benefit from the economic boost that the All-Star game would bring. Whoo! You can't make this up. On the other side, there was a situation where um, Delta Airlines, which this one, I, I don't know that anything really tops this, but Delta Airlines, <laughs> they... Um, they actually worked with the uh, the government there in Georgia and Brian Kemp and others to help craft the new voting laws, right? So Republicans are like, hey, this is just no questions asked. We got to have ID. We got to have people prove who they are. You know, we, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to let people do absentee. We're not going to do these ballot boxes or whatever. So the CEO and Delta comes in and they're like, well, let's let's see if we can meet in the middle. And Republicans who are normally good with working with the other side and always that's not always a good thing. They said, OK, what do you got? They're like, all right, we want these ballot drop boxes. Um, we want to get rid of this this ID verification for absentee voting. We want to do this. We want to do that. And go, the Georgia governor caved and allowed that stuff to go through. So as they are passing the law, Delta Airlines says, 
we are very happy with how this thing turned out and the compromises that were made in order to make this a safe and fair election process. All is good until the bill is passed and the Democrats and liberals across the, 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 the country lost their mind. All of a sudden, Delta changes their tune and says, wait a minute, this is awful. These are racist changes that they've made, knowing good and well what had just passed. Racist changes they've made to the voting laws. And Delta saying, we're not going to do business with Atlanta. We're not going to do business with Georgia. They hammered these guys. And so what did Georgia do? They passed a bill that stripped millions of dollars in tax breaks to Delta Airlines. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, and you, you wonder to yourself, okay, the CEO of Delta Airlines, he's not a dumb guy. He's not stupid. He's got to realize what's going on, and he does. MLB knows what's going on. All these people that are siding with what seems to be an absurd side of an argument, they know exactly what they're doing, and it has nothing to do with principle or racism or voting rights or any of that because they don't really care. There's one thing these corporations care about. And that is their bottom line. The money that they make at the end of the day, that's what they care about. They don't care if you can vote. They don't even care if a Republican or Democrat wins. As long as the economy is rocking and rolling and they're making money, that's all they care about. They don't care if you get water within 100 feet of a polling place. They don't care if your vote's suppressed. They don't care if your vote is is thrown out or your absentee ballot is found in a creek they don't care they care about one thing and one thing only and that is money so how do you correlate those two basically what has happened is corporations in this country have seen what happens when they go against the mob or that a ruling is, is, is leveled against the mob, whether that's a court case or a Supreme Court ruling or whatever. And the mob will commence to destroying neighborhoods, businesses, and literally burning down entire cities. And the corporations don't want that. They don't want to see their stores go up in flames. They don't want to see uh, a, 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 the mob call for a boycott on Delta Airlines. They don't want to see protests outside of MLB games or be labeled as racist. This is all about corporations bowing to the mob so they do not suffer repercussions. It's not about equality. It's not about, it's not about anything. And the travesty of all of this are the conservatives and the Republicans who for so long have stood for capitalism, corporate tax cuts, and standing up for these guys in a free market are the very ones that are getting screwed over by the corporations. So what's the point in sticking up for capitalism? If the capitalists are in fact going to stab you in the back, if the capitalists are going to fold like a cheap lawn chair, What's the point? 
We all love free market. We all love capitalism. But at what cost? At what cost? As these giant mega corporations continue to try to vis-a-vis bow to the mob, but then try to change the way we operate things like voting. They should have zero say-so in that. They've got enough say-so in the government as it is, as they donate tons of money to campaigns and have lawmakers vote in their favor just because they contributed money. But now, this, major things that directly affect middle-class Americans and take food off of their table? This is not going to work out for the MLB. It's not going to work out for Delta Airlines. It may take a few more days, but people are going to realize that the MLB did nothing by moving the All-Star game other than take away from black people and give to white people. Most of these states have level-headed voter laws, voting regulations. They have voter ID. They have verification on absentee ballot. Some of the most, some of the most strict voting laws in the country. Guess where they're at? Delaware, the home state of Joe Biden, the home state of Jim Crow on steroids because you can't have a water at the voting place. All of it's ridiculous. And all of it comes from one place, which continues to be the biggest threat to our society, and that is the media. It started where the media was reporting on a bill they had not read, allowing that false information to spread like wildfire and cause this reaction. With no logical thinking. One of the first things people were talking about was the fact that you could not get a bottle of water while you were waiting in line to vote. They made it seem as if people were going to be passing out from dehydration while waiting to vote. Mostly in a time like November. Where it's not exactly the dead of summer. Can you imagine? I mean, is that the first thought you should have is that makes no sense to me. Can I can I read the bill? Can I see exactly what it says? I can't have water. And then you read the bill and you're like, oh, it can have. I can bring my own water. I can actually have somebody else give me water as long as I'm 150 feet away from the polling place. 150 feet, not 150 miles. 150 feet. Not to mention, people can still give you water within 150 feet. They just can't be campaign operatives. They can't walk up to you within 150 feet wearing a Biden-Harris shirt, hand you a bottle of water, because they'll probably follow that with, hey, I did you a favor? No, you did me a favor. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. None of it makes sense. But there's so many facets to this. Corporate America, 
bowing to the mob, the media being at the center of it, and the left pushing back in coordination with the media to keep these laws from going into place. Because they know Georgia is not going to go blue as long as people have to prove who they are when they go vote. It's not because they think black people can't get an ID. Although, you know, it, it is believable to think that Democrats do look at African Americans as if they're that stupid and they don't have an ID. I'm still waiting on somebody to get with me and tell me somebody they know that does not have an ID. I've asked tons of people and uh, yet to find anybody. But they know they'll never win unless you don't have to prove who you are to go vote. They got a taste of what that's like. They got a taste of election chaos on November 3rd. And they know the more cheating that's available, the better the chance they'll never lose power again. And that's exactly what they're looking for. That's it for me. I'm out of here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. Make sure you go and subscribe. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you comment on the video. All the things, I need you to do them because they get us put in the algorithm. Also, don't forget about checking out Vapor Forge, and we'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow. Until then, see you, guys.